Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. From the Summer Skate Studios, behind the mask hockey shops, present College Hockey Southwest Live for October 24th, 2021. Tonight's scheduled guest, Colorado College Head Coach Chris Mayock. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Dine-in, take-out, or catering your next event. We're at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Now at all Allegiant Stadium events as well. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. By Boost Mobile. With Boost Mobile, you always get plans and phones that fit your needs. And by Burrito Express. The East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito, Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, college hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Live. It's our reaction show to what happened over the past weekend. Actually, what happened over the past week, I guess. Presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Everything's beautiful, Paul. It's October 24th. College hockey is underway and rocking and rolling. We have no undefeateds. Um, let's go on. What's up? Uh, yeah, I mean, it just was another weird, wacky. Um, I don't know. If it happens every week, does it stop being weird and wacky? Uh, <laughs> yeah, then we just on the use ice? this one. We use this one word, Paul. It's called parody i don't know is it parody i don't know i mean it has yeah, to okay be. i mean a little it has bit, to but... be because there's no way that all these good teams uh can can uh continually beat each other if it's not parody it has to be well first of all i want to say this okay um kudos to all of these programs scheduling these 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 marquee matchups. That's first. Totally agree. Okay, um, you don't have to have uh, teams don't have to schedule these games, but they do, and it's better all around because you know losing to a top ten team doesn't necessarily nobody likes to lose and and and. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it doesn't affect your pairwise. But in the long run, losing to good teams is much better than losing to teams that are not very good. Absolutely 100% okay. correct. That's, that's one. Two, um, you know, uh, 
places like it, and, and I don't want to take credit for this thought because I just can't remember where I saw it. Um, but kudos to some of these teams that have gone to places and taken these losses, uh, especially against some of these Atlantic hockey teams uh, for, for returning those games. Now, it helped that some of the schools there built new buildings, some of the smaller schools building new buildings like uh, Bentley, Holy Cross. Okay. Um, so, you know, that is, that is always good to see. Um, Colorado College. Yeah, but the Colorado College is NCHC. We even get to that yet. Okay. Okay. I'm just checking because they're a pretty small university as well. Yeah, the small university, yeah, but you know, they've been, you know, they're, they're a traditional D1 hockey team. I'm not trying to, you know, I, I love what they're doing there. I mean, uh, it hasn't resulted in the wins yet, but, you know, as we'll, as we'll talk about in a little bit, um, people are noticing. So Yes, they are. Yes, they are noticing. Okay. Um, and, um, and let me let me jump in right now and say this: Our guest tonight, uh, coming on on a Sunday night after coming back from the East Coast, uh, God bless him. What a great man Chris Mayotte is. We can't wait to have him on and congratulate him personally for winning his first game at the uh, helm of Colorado College and getting that first Tiger win. And what a job he's done! We'll, we'll talk more about that uh, as soon as you finish your point. Then we're going to get into our newest feature. Uh, if we call it a feature, it's uh, College Hockey Southwest Live Super 16, where every Sunday night you're going to be able to hear what Paul Hornstein Stupid and I 16? think of the top 16 teams in NCAA hockey. So finish you your point. Stupid? No, I said super. Oh, okay. Super. S-U-P-E-R, the Super 16, the teams that yeah. we think deserve uh, acknowledgement to be in the top 16 in NCAA hockey. Finish your point. Let's get on to it because we're going to get Coach on here in about 10 minutes. Well, you know, you used to, you know, the, the powerhouses used to not go to those smaller schools. And I understand it, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, that, that the size of the buildings had something to do with it. You know, but when you're playing in these money, money, places, money, money, well, it's money. always money. It's always money. Um, but, you know, it, it still has to get done. All right. Um, you know, it's just like I said, when you when you're seeing these matchups like and I know they're all in the same, you know, Duluth and, and those and that other maroon and gold team are all in this. They're in the same state. And should, should I tell the audience what you told me to, to type in as that team? Um, uh, maybe I better not. I better not. I'll hold off on that. No, well, I mean, you could. Okay, let, let's get into this. Let's get okay. into this because we only got about eight minutes before Coach comes on, and uh, we gotta we gotta get this in there. So, all right. I mean, the, the, I, here it is. Okay. College. First of all, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Just, just. Uh, you made me give you a top sixteen. You're gonna put a gun to my head and make me do this every week. Um, <laughs> just be aware that for now, I am not putting in teams that haven't played yet. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. We are three-plus weeks into the uh, college hockey season, the NCAA hockey season. Why, you ask, am I in St. Louis? Because I just watched a weekend series Saturday and Sunday of Air Force taking on the newest 
NCAA program, soon to be announced, the Lindenwood Lions. Um, okay. We'll get into so anyway, this let, let's go right down this thing and uh, okay. get it out of the way before Coach Mayat comes on because we got lots. Did you ask to him to get about. a Super 16 in? No, we we oh. got lots to talk about. Okay, so here we go. We're going to break this down by fours. Um, Minnesota State, 4-2-0, number one in our books. Michigan, 5-1-0, number two in our books. St. Cloud State, 6-2-0, number three in our books. Minnesota Duluth, 5-1-0, number four in our books. Quickly, Paul, if you can, how did that come about? Um, honestly, if, if you could have put any one of those three, four teams in the top spot, um, just, um, it's just this weekend, Michigan happened to lose to Western Michigan at home and won in overtime on, on Saturday. So, and Minnesota state didn't play. So maybe that's uh, advantage Minnesota state, uh, St. Cloud, uh, you know, they took it to Wisconsin this week. Maybe Wisconsin's not as good as we thought. Possibility. Um, Minnesota you know, Duels, what did they do? What did the Bulldogs do, Paul? Um, yeah, I mean, they, they won a couple of games this weekend. Okay. Uh, I'm not. Who'd they beat? You know? I'm not unhappy to say that they beat the, that other Maroon and Gold team. <laughs> they in, beat in Minnesota. They beat the Minnesota Gophers, a, a huge in state rivalry, and uh, the Bulldogs got it done. Okay, so that's on, the top and four. Bo- and by the way, both at home and on the road. Yeah, well, that's the only way the Bulldogs do it, my friend. Yeah. yeah okay, let's God, move I on to five, that. six, seven, and eight. Quinnipiac, three, one, and one. Number uh, they five. Should have, they should have swept North Dakota this weekend, to be honest. Yeah, okay, we'll get into that. Denver, four, two, and oh. Number six. North Dakota, four, two, and oh. Number seven. Minnesota, number eight at three, three, and oh, Paul, I can't believe you have them ranked that high. But anyway, uh, let's you, go through. You got to take. Let's it, go through this. All right, five, whatever. five through eight. Quinnipiac, you just said should have should have swept North Dakota. They they got one, uh, and they're three, one, and one. Um, Denver, oh, ouch! I don't want to go to. Do I have to go to practice there this week? You don't have to. It, it's a it's an off week for them. Do I have um, to go? It, it, will, to go it won't be off for the players. I can promise you that. And I know they lost two games this weekend. Um, but it, when you look at the the second eight, it's just kind of everybody else got mumbled and jumbled this weekend too. So it was kind of hard to move people down. Okay, I get it. I get it. Okay, 9, 10, 11, and 12. Here we go, folks. Providence, 4-2-0. Western Michigan, 3-1-0. Omaha five one zero, Bemidji State three three zero. Paul, how the heck can Omaha be five one and zero? I know the answer. Just go ahead, and tell us why they're five one and zero and they're number eleven. How can that be, Paul? They're Omaha. Yeah, I, I, but yeah. they, they you gotta take kind of you who's been putting in play. You have to play yeah, somebody. You gotta play somebody. You know, um, and that's not going to get, they're not going to be helped this weekend uh, coming up with their home games uh, against Long Island because that's certainly not going to help their pair wise. It, it could hurt them. It could hurt them, but it won't. And uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the final four then to round things off 13, 14, 15, and 16. 
Uh, number 13 is Boston College at 3-2-1. Boston University, 3-3-0. Three, three Clarkson at 3-1-1. and one. And Lake Superior State at 5-3-0. Eight games already for Lake Superior State. What the heck is going on? Yeah, I just threw darts on those last four. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Boston College and Boston University, not off to the best starts either. No, they're not. I mean, um, Merrimack is obviously playing a little bit better than everybody thought they would. Um, they, I mean, they gave BU everything they could this weekend. Um, you know, and, 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 and as you said, parody. Um, and I'm not, you know, you can, you have to go a little bit by who the, the, what the teams are and a little bit by who the teams played and a little bit by the record this early in the season, especially with so many, uh, marquee non-conference games. Okay. Um, could those change, especially the second eight? Yeah, they probably will a lot. And I think your first eight are going to mix, uh, are going to be probably there, but they're going to jump around with the exception probably. of Minnesota. I'm so sorry, folks. I'm a Minnesota native, but I just don't buy Minnesota at 3 3. You know, I just, I just don't buy reality there, but we'll, well see what first happens. First of all, let's, let's, let's not forget they, they, the, the Gophers, and you know, we'll we'll leave the adjective off for now, uh, in terms of the uh, description. Um, they lost two games to Duluth. They lost a game to Saint Cloud. So it's not like they've lost to teams that are uh, at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, you know, if you. If it's 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 really early to look at the pairwise, although we could do that just for fun. I mean, when you look at the teams that Minnesota has lost to, once again, they're four and five in the pairwise. Um, I'm sorry, two uh, second and fifth in the pairwise. They haven't lost to Minnesota State yet, but they could if they played. <laughs> I love it. And here's the here's the deal. Uh, anybody wants to argue about the NCHC being not being the best conference in college hockey? St. Cloud State, Minnesota Duluth, Denver, Western Michigan, Omaha, all in there. And oh, by the way, Colorado College, who our guest uh, when he comes on, Coach Chris Mayotte, is uh, um, they have a goals against of one point eight five if you count all seven of their games. That's ridiculous. That is yeah. absolutely ridiculous to be given up just one point eight five. I know, I know how many have they scored. I get it. Well, it matters. I get it. Uh, but goodness gracious, if you're going to build a program and uh, retool it under your name, and you can do that, that is phenomenal. Well, so, and they had uh, a weird weekend too. Yeah. Well, we'll get into all that. We we got time to get into all that. But first, Paul, I want to break out the new thing because if you get too long winded on me, this is what's coming your way. So listen up. What? When have I ever gotten long-winded? <laughs> that, my friends, is the goal horn at Missouri State that I had recorded uh, for for the sh for the podcast, just in case I gotta stop things. Uh, in, in when, when, when have I ever gotten long-winded? <laughs> I said if. I said, if you get long-winded, we got to do that. So right now, let's take a quick break. 
Let's uh, let's see if we can hook up with Coach Chris Mayotte in just a few minutes and uh, hear from a few of our partners uh, before we do that. So okay. we will be right back in about two minutes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. best college hockey conference ready for you wherever you are however you want to watch your favorite team is on nchc.tv on your phone tablet or stream to your tv subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv if it's nchc hockey it's on nchc.tv Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com as we wait to get connected with Coach Chris Mayotte from Colorado College, the home of the Tigers and the new Ed Robeson Arena. Um, Paul, you got you got more time to talk. What, 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 <laughs> happens, what happens if... I need to use the horn. <laughs> You're out of you luck. Get too I'm the only one that have it. I'm the only one that well, has yeah, so the I, horn. So I'm just, you know, uh, can I just I, say play the horn if you're if, if you're I, going on too long? I control the horn. Never forget I that. I know that. That's I, wow. This is why oh, I love that. This I is why it. this I is why it. I'm the peasant <laughs> and you're the celebrity. You know, and you have the Magic Road Show. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love it. Let's talk about that Magic Road Show, the Spotlight Series this weekend for us. While we wait to see if we can get uh, Coach Mayotte connected with us, um, uh, Air Force and um, Lindenwood, Saturday right. and Sunday afternoon. Uh, well, I learned so much this weekend, Paul. I can't even begin to tell you how much I learned. But one of the things I learned was that Lindenwood uh, only gets that ice on Saturdays and Sundays. Really? Um, uh, they're tenants. And uh, well, yeah, Coach Rick Zombo that. told me about that. And he said this is why they had to play their games then. Uh, he fine. said it was a bit of a challenge uh, bringing in an NCAA team because 
Coach Seratori uh, has a way of doing things, and he wanted ice time for his really? non <laughs> he had his <laughs> non participating <laughs> players. He wanted ice time for them, and and Rick had to try to. <laughs> Figure that out, Rick. Uh, Coach Zombo had to figure that out. Uh, he said that was a challenge. Uh, Frank also gave him a list of uh, places where they needed to eat, good Italian restaurants. So uh, Rick had to get that figure. Coach Zombo, I'm sorry. Uh, I spent so much well, time with I, him. I, I, I call him I'm, Rick. I'm going to assume that, um, <laughs> well, I mean, I know, I, I assume they still have an Italian section of St. Louis like they used to. Many, yeah, many, many, they, many he found – don't worry, Paul. He found them a great spot. Rick is very well connected uh, in the St. Louis area, as you would sure expect for being here so long. Uh, it was just kind of comical when I was uh, visiting and, and hearing all the different things that, that went on. Um, I want to know what list was bigger. Yeah, the list what? he needed to take care of for Air Force <laughs> or your list? Oh, no, my list was easy. My list was easy. Um, so anyway... Uh, let me tell you about these two games. Um, I came in thinking, okay, let's look at Air Force. They were missing a Luke Rowe, who was out with an injury. Um, he, he was an upper body injury, but he came over and gave me a hug and said, I think I'll be okay for next weekend. <laughs> uh, well, they, somehow that's not a they surprise. Lost, they lost Willie Rhyme uh, to uh, an upper body injury um, midway through the first period, I think, of game one. So they play without him. Alex Schilling had the had the weekend off because it was his brother's wedding, and uh, right. they were supposed to be scheduled off because this weekend was supposed to be the weekend that they would have played Robert Morris. Uh, right. We all know what happened to Robert Morris, so they weren't able to yeah. to uh, uh, make the date, if you will. So Frank had to find somebody else. Um, and, and as you heard, if you if you've listened to our uh, coach speak that I put right. out uh, from last night's game. Um, coach Territory gave it to me a little bit. He reminded me that he was the coach at Air Force and not Lindenwood. And if yeah, I had well. Lindenwood questions, maybe I should go ask them. Well, the, the point of it being, Paul, is that uh, I was talking about getting his feelings about playing Air Force, and he, he told me in no uncertain terms. We, we didn't pick um, Lindenwood to compete against because we thought they were an easy opponent. We picked them because we wanted and we felt we needed somebody uh, to play against to sharpen um, our skills for what he calls the city championship. Never heard they called that before, but the city championship in Colorado Springs will be played uh, home and home Friday night at uh, Air Force Academy, Saturday night at New Ed Robeson Arena. And uh, it is the battle for the city championship, according to Frank. Uh, last week it was about the front range teams. This one is about city championships. So you learn so much. You just just hang around him for a few minutes, and you learn so much. So he oh, yeah. he, he took this very very seriously. Well, uh, I don't. You're gonna play. You're gonna play it seriously, right? <laughs> I don't I mean, have that. I don't have that. I should though. I mean you can't coach differently. First of all, if you do that, your players will pick up on it and they'll know it's phony. So you have to approach it the same way you'd approach anything. You might be able to tinker with ice time and maybe some line combinations and get some players in that don't see a lot of ice time like you did this weekend with the goalies. 
Yeah, just going to say, let me tell you about the goalies. He's uh, He played all three of his goalies that he had with him. As I mentioned, Alex Schilling was not even in the building. He was uh, at his brother's wedding, so they went right down the list. They went down from Mr. Park to Mr. Balboa to Mr. Blessing. Um, they lost Mr. Park in the first game um, midway through the second period with a uh, lower body injury. I think we have Coach Mayotte coming on, so let's, uh, let's not uh, – wait any longer let's bring on the coach uh in just a minute here we'll have coach hit one of those uh great call-in buttons and uh we'll bring him on live and 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 talk with him um coach mayotte scott and paul with you thank you so much for joining us tonight first and foremost congratulations on win number one as a tiger head coach hey thanks for having me guys and uh yeah thanks that was uh it was good to get that one um, you know, our guys, we felt have been playing winning hockey and just weren't getting the results. So it was good to, to finally get one in the win column. Um, you know, unfortunately, we couldn't back it up the, the next night. Um, but I think we're, you know, we continue to take steps forward. Well, Coach, uh, b- before we get to the game specifics as much as we can, um, you kind of had the weekend that is an example of why we like sports, though, right? I mean, you, you can't predict how the games are going to turn out. Uh, you guys got outshot 2-1 to one on Friday and still won the game. And then you get come back the next night and and, and you go from scoring 5-1, to one, even though uh, you only gave up – I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. You only gave up one and, and couldn't get the puck past the Northeastern goalie. But it just goes to show you that every night is completely different, and that's why we love sports. It is completely different. And that's one of, you know, that was, that's been our message to our guys is, you know, you could lose nine, nothing. You could win nine, nothing. You know, the next night, the score, the scoreboard reads zero, zero when, when you start the game and, you know, creating that mentality of, um, you know, whether it's a big win or a tough loss, you know, you want to either enjoy it or you want to learn from it and feel it a little bit, but it's on to the next one. And, and I think, you know, the way college hockey is set up where, you know, very um, quite often you're playing back-to-backs um, and you're playing against the same opponent. You know, I think that's why it's one of the hardest sports in college hockey, if not the hardest, because you have to beat a team, you know, twice in two nights to, to have a quote-unquote successful weekend. And uh, and it's obviously, it's it's tough to do. Coach, um, let me let me ask you this. I, I looked at your scores, and if we count that exhibition game, which we all think wasn't an exhibition game <laughs> at all, uh, and I look and I go, you played seven games. Your goals against average is 1.85-something. Good gracious. Do you realize how good that is? I know, and I think you have one win out of that, you know? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> and, 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 and I think – you know, and, and I think the big thing for us is, you know, we, we are young, but I, I don't mean, you know, there's so many different ways to be young. Um, and, and for me, that's not an excuse. It's just where we are right now. Um, and it's what we have to, you know, continue to grow and, and why we have to continue to push. Um, you know, not only do we have, you know, young players in terms of age, but we have young players in terms of experience. Um, I think our first night, you know, the 13 forwards that we played the first night against St. Lawrence had a career combined 16 college goals. Um, and that just, you know, and so they're just, when you get in the hard moments, when you get in crunch time, when you get in the last five minutes, 
you know, you just don't have a lot of experience to rely on and, and fall back on and, and tell yourself that you, you can get this done. Um, and so that's why I think that, you know, the BC win was so big for us. Obviously, you know, they're a great opponent and a great program. Um, but we had a two nothing lead and, and we lost it and they scored early in the third period to make it three to two. I can tell you there aren't a lot of teams in the country that come back from that. And, and these guys with a lack of experience, a lack of winning experience, a lack of goal scoring found a way. And, and I think that was the most exciting part about the weekend for us. Well, and not only that, you talk about the inexperience. You also have the inexperience about going on the road and playing against these types of teams in, in, in these kinds of uh, historic buildings. I mean, you go into BC and you see all the banners up. And then you go into Matthews the next night at Northeastern uh, and, and, and get the historic feel of that building. Um, that makes it even tougher to, 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 to come back and, and, and uh, not let losing a lead like that overcome you. It does. And, and, you know, and, and Conti and, you know, Kelly rank, it was, it was rocking. Uh, quite honestly, that was probably the the best I've seen that building. I I've played there a few times, you know, and with some good teams and some big games. Um, and Friday night was probably the, the loudest, the, the most energetic, um, the most rowdy crowd that, that I'd seen in that building, you know, and when they scored that third goal to take the lead, it, it got loud and, and they went, you know, um, the place kind of went crazy and, and we responded within a couple minutes, you know, and, um, and guys just stuck with it. And that was, that was the coolest thing. I, I think Saturday, you know, Friday's so emotional, um, and Northeastern didn't play on Friday. So, you know, we, we knew that we were going to have to be, um, really detailed. Uh, we were going to have to be tough to play against. Uh, they were probably going to have their legs a little better than we were going to have our legs. And, and I thought we battled hard. We just didn't quite battle hard enough and we weren't tough enough to play against um, or quite as detailed as we needed to be, you know, to, to beat a team uh, as talented as them when, when maybe we're not feeling 100%. Well, one of the things you had to be pretty happy, or actually two things, is uh, first of all, you guys took very few penalties this weekend. Yes, and, and, and that's been something that's, you know, I, I do think we're a team that doesn't take a ton. I, I think we have a, a unique ability right now to play hard and not put ourselves in bad spots. Um, I thought the Saturday game at Union was kind of an outlier in that way. Uh, you know, Friday at Union, they took more penalties than we did. Uh, Saturday, you know, I don't want to say that there was any anything going on, but it didn't feel like we took as many as they called us for. Um, and then, you know, but I will say to, to, you know, uh, to only take two on the road, uh, in non-conference over a weekend is obviously, you know, a big reason why we were able to, to get a win on Friday and, and, you know, and play a tight game until, you know, five minutes left on, on Saturday for sure. Uh, and I think our guys are learning, you know, they're, they're starting every weekend, they put a different ingredient into our recipe of how we have success and they're learning um what being a successful hockey team looks like at this level and even though like i said we're not quite getting the results or as we're not getting the results as as often as we'd like right now um you know their growth and their understanding and in their their belief that 
hey, if we do certain things in a game, we can beat anybody is is starting to grow, and it's it's good to see. Well, I'll be honest with you. I watched those two games against Union, and, and I thought you guys were the better team both nights. Um, it, the, the results didn't show it on the scoreboard, but as, as I'm watching the game and I'm sending messages to Scott, I'm like, the CC should be winning these games. They just uh, not weren't just weren't able to put the puck in the net when they needed to. But I thought you guys were the better team both of those nights against Union, and um, and, and and you know, and this weekend your goalie got really hot, and that always helps too. Yeah, it, it of course. Uh, you know, at times you could call this game goalie instead of hockey um, <laughs> because sure. because you know you go up against a hot goalie or you have one, and and it you know it it's a huge difference maker. It, it's the ultimate equalizer. Um, you know, and sometimes you just, you, you tip your cap and, um, you know, I don't, I don't even know, obviously Northeastern Devin Levi is a fantastic goalie as well. And, um, you know, I don't think we tested him as much as we'd like, but still, even if you do, you know, he's pretty dang good. Um, and I, you know, I think we agree with you as a team. I felt like we outplayed union both nights. Um, you know, the first night we just didn't have enough second effort in the tough areas, and, you know, we were too easy to get bumped off our spot. We were, you know, we were too easy to be one and done uh, around the net. And, and they did a good job creating a pocket and boxing us out a little bit. Um, then Saturday night at Union, you know, our pretty much our whole video session was about, you know, what it the type of tenacity and, and second effort you need around the net to, to score. And I think, you know, combined all three of our goals were within two feet of the goal line. Uh, on Saturday night, and and it just felt like we couldn't get a kill that night. Although we killed five out of seven, mm-hmm. you know, it just felt like they would get one chance, and and it would find a way to get in. And and it wasn't our goalie's fault; they were getting tips, and they were just, you know, it just felt like we were working so hard and we were pushing, and then and then they would get a, a shot on that, and it would end up in. And um, you know, and, and so to come out of that one with a tie, I think. I think stung a little bit. I think that was the first time that I felt our team was was starting to kind of be like, what do we have to do here type right. of thing? Um, you know, but we talked a lot about it and um, and we just, you know, our goal is to continue to get better every day and, and the guys have really embraced that and, um, and it allowed us to, to go to BC. And, you know, I, I, I didn't, obviously, you know, the shots and, um, you know, BC, uh, even the way we rate it, outchanced us. Uh, we got it 17 to 12 right? in terms of the chances. Um, but it didn't, you know, it, they did a lot of throwing pucks to the net and trying to be tougher than us in, our, in around our net. And I thought we did a great job handling it. Like, we didn't give up many second-chance opportunities. They had a ton of shots, um, but they're the kind of shots that we were willing to give up. Um, and then I thought when, when we had our chances, you know, it was good to see us, uh, <coughs> it was good to see us, you know, finally bear, bear down and, and finish some of those. Coach, um, you know, a lot of people ask me why I want to be at practices and things like that. And, and I'll try not to make this too long winded, but I think I have to explain it. I've, I've seen four of our NCAA teams that are in our coverage area. Next year we add Lindenwood, so we'll have five. Um, but I've seen four different coaching styles between Arizona State, Denver, uh, Air Force, and your team. And uh, when I watch a practice, I, I try to 
to get as much as I can. So I'm not going to give any of your secrets away. <laughs> <laughs> They're not secrets. <laughs> yeah, but, but what I learned by watching you coach uh, two weeks ago now when I was watching practice, um, I thought you did a heck of a job of teaching while coaching. And I know your whistle blew a few times, and I know you were telling guys that uh, in this situation, you need to be in this spot, you need to be in that spot. And I, I just was so impressed uh, by what what you're able to accomplish with a, a group of guys you hadn't been around very long. And, and some of the guys, let's be honest, you hadn't been recruited by you. Um, so tell us about that. How, how does that work? Is that your normal philosophy or is this how you adapted to what you have at Colorado College in 2021? Well, no, I, you know, I think I've always, as a coach, been a been more of a teacher um, than anything else, and I and I really value that side of it, and and I think, you know, that's why I I love the college hockey um, is you you know you have guys who are so committed to it, um, you know, but they still have so much growth in front of them, and and I think it's, you know, whether it was at Cornell or St. Lawrence or. Providence or Michigan and, and now Colorado College, you know, it, it's the fun part of it. And it, you have these guys for four years, right? In, in the grand scheme of things, if, if things go a certain way, um, you know, that's not obviously not every guy, but the theory is you have them for four years. And, you know, if you're not helping them every day get better, um, if you're not helping develop leaders, if you're not helping develop hockey sense, if you're not helping develop, um, you know, awareness on the ice and, and how to be a better teammate, you know, then by the time they're juniors and seniors, they're not much better. And then your program doesn't grow. And so I'm a firm believer that the more we can put into our individuals from a teaching growth um, development standpoint, the faster our program is going to grow and, and get to where we want it to be. So that's, that's always been what I love about the job. Um, it's something that I guess probably what actually I shouldn't say it always when I got into this thing, um, you know, if you told me, I, I, I would probably tell you that I, I, I wanted to be a recruiter and, and a recruiter specifically. Um, but I've, I've just learned to love the development side of everything. And, and I've been around great guys, obviously coach Schaefer, Carvel, uh, Nate, and, and obviously Mal are, are all great teachers and they're all great leaders. And so I've been fortunate to learn from a lot of the best and, and see the benefits of it and, and see how much in as much as, you know, we think we know exactly what a player is by watching him on the recruiting trail or what he does in his first 10 games at college hockey. I mean, they're just scratching the surface. And so, um, you know, for our program, our, our goal is to develop better than any other program and give our guys more than what other programs give so that, like I said, when our guys are junior seniors, you know, we, we just want to have a more complete athlete, student athlete than, than other programs do. Well, coach, uh, as we, as we move on here, you spent the first, probably the first, these first six or seven games here as, as an underdog. Uh, now you go into these, uh, in, in, the, in the reverse situation is you have these two games with Air Force coming up that are not, quote, exhibition games. Um, and you kind of become a favorite. Do you have to kind of look for different things during the week at practice now, at least before the conference season starts? Because the roles are a little bit reversed in what you've been used to for the first month? 
Yeah, you know, it's a good question. And and I think for us, it's a good opportunity. Um, You know, we ended up losing the exhibition game two to one. So I don't know if you'd ask anyone in our locker room if we'd be the favorite this weekend. Um, You know, but for us, again, it's just a great opportunity to to see where we are and to see how much we've grown um, and the type of steps we're taking. And I, you know, we talked about it before we went out to BC, um, how happy we were that, that they lost to Bentley. And the reason we liked that is because we didn't want to walk in there and, and have them fat and happy. We wanted their antennas up. Um, and we talked about how great of an opportunity it is for us to see how good we can be because we know we're going to get BC's best um, because they just had a week of practice after a bad loss. Um, and so I think, you know, that's our mindset is how good can we be? Um, and so we're not really gauging ourselves against the team we're playing or somebody else. Uh, we have a standard and, and a style that we want to play, and we think we have a blueprint of how we're going to be successful. And we're always grading ourselves against ourselves um, and making sure that we continue to take steps forward. Well, uh, the, I, that that would that almost makes this weekend the perfect opportunity, right? Uh, you had the start of the season where you hadn't had any game experience and any cohesion with all the players and, and now you've been at it for a month and you get to go up against the team you've played already once right exactly yeah i i actually think it, it comes at a great time um and i think it's a great opportunity for us to like really really evaluate um and obviously air force is going to be better than they were when we played them you know a month ago as well um but i think you know we've been tested a lot and and I like the, a, a lot of the resiliency and I like the, the way that our guys have responded in a lot of different ways. Um, but this is, this is going to be, you know, this is going to be a good barometer. This is going to be, hey, what's this last month of work? Um, how much have we really accomplished? Um, you know, we've played good hockey, uh, but are we continuing to take, you know, bigger steps as, as a team and as a program? Um, or do we still have, you know, a lot of work ahead of us? We're not quite taking the steps that we think we're taking. Coach, I was, uh, I'm still in St. Louis as I watched uh, Air Force and Lindenwood do battle yesterday and today. And uh, after each game, uh, they, I had a chance to visit with Coach Territory and uh, he, he always teaches me something, <laughs> no matter what. But, but he told me that, uh, they needed to play this weekend after Robert Morris uh, had their situation and, and the weekend became open. They had to find an opponent because the city championship is coming up next weekend. Now I, I never heard it called the city championship before, but um, he, he is just locked in to, uh, to <laughs> next weekend with you guys. And uh, he was convinced that um, this was going to be the biggest weekend coming up in, in Colorado history, I think. So uh, I'm, just, I'm just giving you a little heads up what, what coach is ready for. Uh, you know his intensity. You know how excited he gets about it. But um, this is going to be your first real weekend series against uh, the Crosstown rival that, that really means something. I know that exhibition game meant something too. But um, so, so how important is it to, to get a win both nights, whether you're at the Academy or over at uh, Ed Robeson? Yeah, win- winning is always important, um, you know, and, and for a lot of different reasons. And again, especially for our group where, you know, we feel like we're playing ho- good hockey and we're playing winning hockey and, and not getting the results. And and I think, you know, 
there's a lot of good things happening with our within our team and in our locker room. Um, but there, you're never quite all in until it really leads to to wins. Um, and so, you know, for us and, and, you know, Air Force, like I, we talked about before is, is a, they're, they're a great opponent. Um, you know, they come at you hard. They, they're detailed. They do all the right things. They're tough. You know, they don't waver. They don't ride the roller coaster of a game. Um, they're very consistent, which, which is, you know, a lot of what we're striving to, to be as a team as well. Uh, and so they're a great they're a great opponent in that way. Um, and, and we do need to start stacking wins. You know, our, we talked about it after, after last night that, you know, don't let people tell you that we had a good weekend. Um, you know, we were 500 this weekend and we had an opportunity to sweep two teams on the road and we didn't get the job done. So, you know, enjoy, you know, be happy that we got a win. Um, but our standard in our program is higher than splits. And so, you know, that's it. That that goes for any weekend that we play, and this one obviously being the next one. So, it's the most important. Well, I I look at the schedule, coach, and you got Air Force this weekend, and and I know coach, and 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 I and I I waver back and forth because I know how coaches think with one game at a time, one weekend at a time. But I sit here as an observer, and you've got Air Force this weekend. Uh, you open up conference play with St. Cloud at home, and then uh, at Duluth uh, for the next three weeks. And and I don't know if you can get three more different tests than that in a row like that. No, you're you're right, um, and that's why I think this past weekend was was good for us um, because you know BC and and Northeastern are both. Uh, you know, they're both talented. They both can skate. Um, they're both skilled. They both play offense really well. Um, but they're two different styles and, and they put pressure on you in different areas um, and in different spots of, of, of your game or what they like to attack. And, and so I thought it was great for us to have to go out and, and play two different opponents on a Friday, Saturday night and, and kind of see how our game translates and, and see you know, how we can be consistent. The thing that I think we're, we're doing though is we're developing our style and we're developing our brand and, and, and we're developing our identity. And what we're trying to do is, is get to a point where we trust that our identity is good enough to beat anybody in any situation. Um, and so, you know, obviously beating BC was, was a good, you know, check mark for that. Uh, it would have been nice to get the win over uh, Northeastern, but you know now we turn around and and we play you know North or Air Force that that again uh, is different. Like we we've seen them before, but they're similar to to St. Lawrence, where you know they want to play in your face and they want to do those things. They're not like a go north and and transition offense uh, like we saw this past weekend. But um, we're starting to see a lot of different styles, and I, and again I think what we're what we're building towards is that the way that we play um, can compete against any other style. Um, and we just want to be the best version of us that we can uh, and put it up against what the other teams have. Coach, let me ask you this before I let you go. Basically, uh, two two points. Number one, how's the health of your roster uh, coming into this uh, huge series, the, the city championship, I guess we're calling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
we were pretty good. Um, you know, we had one Connor got banged up on Friday night, didn't play Saturday night. Uh, Connor Mayer, uh, but we brought him back. He was getting reevaluated in the springs, and and I'd say he's day to day right now. Um, everybody else, you know, is is battling the bumps and bruises of of college hockey, playing back to backs, and you know, flying cross country two weekends in a row. Um, but other than that, we're we're in a pretty good spot. Okay, and the uh, the final one for me is I'll I'll be down this week. Uh, again, to watch a practice and watch both games. So uh, have that national letter of intent ready for me, okay? Because I'm ready to sign, Coach. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll have it set any, up. Yeah, I don't think uh, he has any eligibility left. So you might I have it in my drawer, <laughs> so we'll pull it out as soon as you step in the building. <laughs> uh, Coach Mayha, thanks so much for joining us tonight. I know it's been a long weekend, and, and you got other things to do besides talk to us, but we certainly appreciate it. Good luck this weekend, and I, like I said, I'll see you Thursday or uh, Wednesday or whatever day I get down there this week, and, of course, on Friday and Saturday. Awesome, guys. I appreciate you having me. Um, I look forward to seeing you. Go Tigers. Thanks for coming on, Coach. All right. That was Chris Mayat, the head coach at Colorado College, uh, joining us tonight after a great weekend, picking up his first win as a Tiger. And I will tell you all, folks, right now, that is going to be the first of many. So uh, keep your eyes open for the Colorado College Tigers. They are not sneaking up on anybody anymore after a huge win at Boston College this weekend. Paul and I are going to take a quick break. We will be right back to uh, wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Live. If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while, Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive JD Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, 
Drey Hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay. Call 1-800-DREY-IN or go to dreyhotels.com and book your stay today. Drury Hotels, where our home is your home. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed, this is College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy with you in a uh, uh, weather, <laughs> weather rough St. Louis tonight as I'm on the seventh floor of the Drury Inn. And... Um, uh, severe thunderstorms, tornado warnings, a little bit of everything going on around me. But, Paul, you know what I did? I just uh, closed the drapes, and I said, I'm all good. Well, you hit the hot tub? <laughs> no. No, I just pulled the drapes. I don't want to look oh. outside and see how rough the weather is. But uh, I, I think I'm okay in this building. It's uh, it's pretty much uh, concrete and bricks. So I think I'm good. And, and uh, you know, Drury never disappoints, ever in anything that they've done uh, with our partnership. And uh, this hotel happens to have two floors of uh, in underground, not underground, but um, under the hotel uh, garage parking. So my car is fairly safe as well, I think. And um, you know what? I came in here late last night, didn't even realize there was an Applebee's attached to the hotel. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I don't know why you'd, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I'm sorry. I came in in the rain and dark and fog and woke up this morning and go like, who who built the Applebee's right next to the hotel? Oh, it's yeah, attached. They, they, put it there, they put it there last night. <laughs> Apparently they did. Sometime in the morning they got her done. Um, yeah. So anyway, thanks to our friends at Drury because uh, what, a, what a fantastic uh, setup they have. Uh, the ad tells it all. Uh, travel happy. Um, okay. I have to, I have to, you know what? I have to not make that person do the, any more recording because <laughs> it's getting I, too expensive. <laughs> no, it's not getting, it's just his voice is better than mine. And I hate that. <laughs> uh, he did a wonderful job. So uh, we'll, we'll keep him. Well, how about that? Okay. Um, here's the deal, Paul. Tonight, College Hockey Southwest Live. Obviously, we just had Chris Mayad on. We're going to get into uh, wrapping that up here in just a second. Tuesday night, a little sneak peek. Rico Blasi, who also got his first win at St. Thomas, is coming on the show as they make their way to the desert. Rico, good enough to uh, to tell us that he could do it. I know his uh, time is really demanded up there because he's in the state of hockey and everybody wanted to talk to him after uh, his first win, but he made time for us. So we're going to adjust our schedule and okay. go on about two hours earlier than normal uh, in order to accommodate Coach Blasi and uh, – and congratulate him as well. So Coach Mayotte with a win, Coach Blasey with a win, and they join uh, College Hockey Southwest Live and College Hockey Southwest Weekly right afterwards. We certainly appreciate that. Yeah, and, and you screwed me up on all my time zones now. I've been around you long enough. Whatever disease you have, I caught it now. Thank you very much. <laughs> 7.30 Mountain Time is the normal time. We will be two hours earlier, which would make it 5.30 Mountain Time on Tuesday. Okay, uh, let, let's let's – go through like what we just heard from Chris Mayer. We don't have a ton of time, but um, I just want to, he's, he's unbelievable, Paul. And I kid you not, if I could, I, I would sign up to play for him just to be around him for four years. That's, that's, that's how much uh, I really appreciate what he does. 
Well, see now, if you're not signing up, that's good because you could be around them a lot longer than just four years. So you'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I told him I wasn't going to give any secrets. And he, he jumped right in and said, there's no secrets. <laughs> no. Well, I, I, I really don't think there are. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's always about execution. And the, the word details has become a very popular word, especially in hockey these last couple of years. Um, and that's what it comes down to, the, the team that does the little things better. I mean, it's always been that, but it's never quite been pronounced in terms of uh, public discussion about it, so to speak. Can, can I add uh, something to that now? comment? Because you're 100% correct. Can I add something to it that, that I you think can. Chris Mayotte does that maybe a lot of other coaches don't always get or maybe it gets stagnant or maybe you get a little arrogant or overconfident or whatever it might be. But what, what Coach Mayotte is able to do, and everybody, if you talk to him, said, oh, Colorado College, they're going to be in for a long year. Well, it's not – certainly it's not – we're not even at the quarter point of the season yet, but – for crying out loud, um, what he's able to do is take his players, teach his players. As he said, he wants to see them all grow and get better. But in addition to that, he also motivates them at the same time. You heard him about six different times. He motivated me um, talking about how, how to take games. He said, you know, yeah, I understand that we split and we got a big win at Boston College, but that's not our standard. Our standards aren't splits, they're sweeps. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, the, and guess should, what, Paul? That's what you have to do, right? The players buy into it. But in, in some programs, Paul, the coach can say that, and the players don't buy into it. Uh, believe me, the, the one day that I was at practice and visited with some of the players, they all said the same thing. They said, we've never experienced anything like this in our careers, whether it be peewees or on up. Um, he, he's got something magical. And if you're overlooking Colorado College Tigers, you're in for a lot of trouble. Well, it, it, it might be a long year in terms of wins and losses. Um, I, I would say that the the best way to figure that out will be what will wa be watching the second half of the season when they play teams a second time, like he's doing with Air Force this weekend, because that will 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 give you, as he said, kind of the 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 look at where they've grown and where they still need to grow. Um, and, you know, they're going to learn fast because um, they're only starting with uh, with St. Cloud and Duluth in their first four conference games. Not that it matters really in that conference. It doesn't, you know, there are no, there are no nights off in that league. No, but what I like about it is, is um, he said it very well. He said uh, he thinks what he's building at Colorado College will travel, if you will, I use that in air quotes, uh, to play anybody. He thinks their style is being built to play anybody else's style. And I think he's proved it already. Uh, 1.85 goals against in seven games with a team that you didn't even really recruit in your first year. 
and a program that that people have said there's there's no chance there's no chance that you're going to be able to do this and guess what he's doing it and he started with hey if we keep them off the board uh, when we get to to be more adept at scoring um, we're not going to have to score six a night to win uh, if our defense continues to hold and our goaltending holds we can win two one games three two games uh, that's a huge recipe if you can shut people down. I mean, look at what happened, Paul, just in our coverage area. Arizona State's been beaten twice this season by scores of 8-3. to three. <laughs> I don't see that happening at Colorado College ever. Well, you wouldn't really expect it to be. And, and you know, the fact is defense and goaltending is like a running game in football. It travels. Okay? Uh, whatever the conditions are, you can always play defense and get good and, and likely get good goaltending. Okay. Yep, totally um, agree. But but it's easier said than done because to find well, me a course. coach that doesn't want to have great goaltending and great defense, and then find me the select few that are able to get their guys to buy in and play it. Well, I mean that's that's the whole thing, right? Um, but they have the goaltending. And they're obviously, to this point, playing the defense. Now they yeah. just have to find a way to get some consistent scoring. Yeah, and well, and, that's and and to come, I think. Well, you know, listen, it, it came on Friday night, right? They had, they got it when they needed it on Friday night for the first time. Um, they 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 actually blew a two nothing lead and came back with three straight to 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 get that five that five three win. And honestly, the, the, it was the power play that let them down in that first game against Union, including a five-minute where they didn't score. So um, if they can get a little bit more consistency in the offense, and, and I mean the coach basically said it himself, they'll get more wins because uh, at least the way they've started the season and and built their their season so far is with that defense and goaltending and 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 – and, and that's how, you know, you, that's going to be their – that has to be their identity this year. It just has to be. Well, let me tell you, this weekend is going to go one of two ways, I think. It might be 0-0 because there's Alex Schilling in the Air Force Academy on one end of the ice and either Dominic Bossy or uh, uh, Matt Vernon on the other end of the ice. And both teams can, can play very physical. Both teams can play shutdown. Would it surprise you, Paul, if both games ended 0-0 and went to overtime and shootouts? Um, well, no. I, I think nothing nothing ties are not out of the question. Um, who's going to stay hey, out of the good box? One. Good when you caught the 0-0 part. I like who's, it. Who's, who's going to get the rebound? Who's going to work hard and, and get the tip-ins? I mean, that's what that series is setting up to be. Okay, or or could it be so stressed on defense that uh, there's breakdowns and opportunities come up and it becomes a shootout? Is that possible? Listen, does, is that, does that happen? Yeah, it's like, it's like in baseball when you get a great pitcher's duel, or at least how you used to get pitcher's duels when they used to actually have pitching in baseball. But uh, <laughs> and, and those would end up being slugfests and, and beer league softball games. But... Um, you know, that that would be the unexpected thing. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, I am certainly looking forward to being at the quote-unquote Colorado Springs City Championship 
I'm sorry. Every time I hear that, I have to laugh because it keeps me thinking of, uh, you know, like the high school games across well, listen, town. That's, listen, across that, kind town of stuff is, that kind of stuff is right up your alley. So it, it's all uh, good. I, 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 I am, love I'm the amused by it. I'm uh, amused by it because, uh, uh, you know, it it brings out and shows the intensity that uh, Coach Saratori has. Uh, and, you know, with Denver, CC, and Air Force, you know, that's kind of a, th- a three-way uh, rivalry there. Um, uh, it's, it's a, a front-range rivalry, Paul. Whatever. I mean, I, it's you know, it's okay, a front-range rivalry. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, but, yeah, whatever. Um, and, and before before you go on any farther, did I mention to you that Coach Territory reminded me several times today that they just got stomped, crushed by Denver, stomped yeah. and crushed. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, listen, it, it, it is, you know, they, the that's those two games went the way you kind of you expected the game at Air Force to be a tight anybody could win game uh, <laughs> if you were putting money down on it, and you expected. Uh, Denver to have a severe upper hand on the game in Denver uh, if you were putting money on it, but you know, you still got to play the game. Yes, you do. All right. If you don't have anything else, I will let you take it away and we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the peacemakers. But before we do that, hold on one second. We got to do one thing that I'm just amused by. Yeah. That's either a goal or the end of the show, one of the two. Well, just just know that if I ever get access to that thing, <laughs> I'll make sure that file gets deleted. I'm going to hide it. I'm going to hide it well. From the Summer Skate Studios, behind the masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the IcetimeHockeySW.com network, brought to you by Burrito Express. Homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations, Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three valley locations or behindthemask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style, and now available at our new spot at all Allegiant Stadium events. By the NCHC and nchc.tv, subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Boost Mobile. Bring your current phone to any location and learn how to get a new SIM card free when you switch to Boost Mobile. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey. Fabulous Las Vegas atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Worldwide, it's where the action is, in the resort or in town. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IcetimeHockeySW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts, all one word, and Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live, as well as all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. If you will give me a minute to say thank you to everybody that I need to see. Thank you, too. Uh, first of all, everybody here at Lindenwood University for taking such a really good care. And uh, Coach uh, uh, 
uh, Rick Zombo for, for everything he did for me over the last couple of days. And, of course, Frank Serratori, everybody at Air Force, Dave Toller, man, you're, you are the man. You took really good care of me with all the numbers and everything. Um, and, of course, uh, a big shout-out to Dave for, uh, for getting us our uh, studio background in the Air Force jersey. We really appreciate that as well. Um, also, to, of course, Chris Mayotte for uh, joining us tonight live. It wouldn't be College Hockey Southwest live if we didn't have a live guest. So uh, congratulations again to Coach Mayotte for getting his first win as a Colorado College Tiger head coach. And, of course, uh, Jerry as well. Jerry, we, uh, we certainly appreciate your hard work uh, for, for making sure that uh, everybody gets on when we need them. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy that we're already into the season like this and the parody is all over the place. I don't know what else to say, but thank you, Paul Hornstein, for holding down the fort while I have to uh, gallivant around the yeah. country, as you say. Yeah, where in the world is Carmen Scott? We get it, the whole routine. Well, that's all part of this, folks. That's how we grow the brand. That's how we become bigger, better, and uh, do the things that we need to do. And hopefully you enjoy it. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers De Niro.